0: Welcome to Expert Diaries, I'm your host Frederick. This is the platform where we share inspiring stories of daring individuals. In today's episode, we meet Joan, a 50-year-old Danish lady who moved abroad and also made headlines for her journey in a local Danish newspaper. She's now battling a scorching Greek heatwave. Join us as she finds resilience, lauder, and joy in her extraordinary adventure. Joan, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you.
0: Um, so, I'm not sure where to start. I heard uh, so much about you, but this is actually the first time we uh, we touch base, the first time we meet. So, maybe just, uh, yeah, briefly take me through where you are right now and um, how your life has changed in the, in the past, like, let's say, six months.
1: Well, uh, currently, I'm in Athens, in Greece, and I'm on my Greek adventure, as I call it. Um, I'm just normal, I guess, ish, Danish woman from Denmark, uh, Denmark Constable. Mm-hmm. uh And uh, at some point, I felt like I needed a new adventure and try something new. Okay.
0: And is this something, um, like, how would you say... Were you sort of settling down too much back home, or was this planned? Like, what kind of triggered a response from you that something had to happen? Well,
1: I have to go a little bit back first. Please. Back in the 90s, Whoa. I went one year to New York as an au pair. Okay. In 93, 94, actually, exactly. And uh, ever since, I actually wanted to go abroad again, try and live abroad. Okay. But then came along children and a husband, Mm -hmm. so it didn't really happen. So, you know, I did normal jobs as everybody else, worked in offices. I took more education, Mm. languages, all sorts of stuff, trying to keep developing. Mm -hmm. Then I got this uh, very specific job with a a flower artist, and it was uh, the best job of my life, and it kind of changed my life.
0: Wow. Wow. Just to explain that real quick, a flower artist, what did you do there?
1: Well, we made huge exhibitions all over Denmark, in, the, in mansions and okay. in castles, uh, even, well, the Danes know it, Shakenborg Castle. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it's not just flowers, it was a lot of, uh, everything was uh, natural materials. And okay. so we traveled all over Denmark. Wow. <laughs> and it kind of, uh, my kids are grown, and then I got a divorce. Okay. Uh, mm. All of
0: a sudden, I was uh, kind of free to do what I wanted. <laughs> wow. Okay. And and where, where, where does this um, adventurous being come from? Did, were your parents the same? Did they also go to New York and suddenly they had a travel bug, been by a travel bug? Right? Did, did you sort of do this New York step yourself? I'm just trying to understand how uh, you, you became... Because it is a big deal to move abroad, so I'm just uh, wondering... If it is something in you, or it, is this ex- external for you?
1: Uh, it's definitely me. Nobody in my family would do that. Okay. okay. <laughs> and it's it's three definitely generations be a me back. thing, unless my dad was a postman, but I don't think so. Okay. But okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it is something in, in me. I've always been wanted to travel and see the world, yeah. and I love meeting new people and yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: experiences, experiencing new cultures.
0: Nice. Okay. And so. Um... You're sort of at home, your kids have moved away from home, of course, and so yes, um do you do you take them through your 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 thoughts about going abroad or is like is this an idea you have and you sort of apply for some jobs abroad did, did you also have other setups in in mind like could you just maybe go somewhere without working maybe like also why did you want to work? maybe just take me through the whole thought process of how you got there?
1: Well, uh, at, at the beginning, it was, no, you know, not having my job with the flower artist anymore, because he wanted to step down a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of put in my resume that I was looking for jobs abroad, but I didn't really apply for anybody. And then all of a sudden I was contacted. Mm. And I was thinking like, okay, I've been applying for a lot of the usual jobs at home. And mm. Didn't really have much success at the beginning. Yeah. So I was just kind of ready to take a bigger step.
0: You were basically. Also because
1: I know that if I'm going to do it, it's going to be now because I'm turning fifty this year. Ah
0: okay. Big. big.
1: So and and everybody says, "Oh, it's only young kids who go abroad <laughs> to work. Why? Why? Why?" says which, which law does why uh, like, why exactly why not. Yeah. And my kids, I talked about it, of course. Yeah. And they have always known that I love. Uh, I would like to go abroad again, so they encouraged me.
0: So what? What's your okay? No, I'll ask you that later. I was just gonna ask you. Um, this is this, um, like to, to not work at this flower artist, and then you know, you because you, you're working behind a computer. I guess we can reveal right now.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> let, let let's just
0: uh, go through the job first and we can talk about your adventure later. Um that, that sort of switch to go into a, like a back office role is that, is that is it the first time you work in front of a computer?
1: No, 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 no. Ah, okay. I've been working in offices since I was 25. I mean, okay.
0: so my age. Maybe. I've
1: had tons of experience in offices uh, throughout the year so okay. I, all sorts of different offices.
0: So also doing a job interview was a piece of cake, I imagine
1: yeah it was the first time it was online, but right. otherwise yes okay. i mean i didn't real i didn't feel insecure right i guess because of course I have the experience, and I know that uh yeah well the 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 thing I would be insecure of was more you know moving abroad of course because it's a new country, it's a new sure. culture, it's new, everything else is new, right. of course, the job is also new because I haven't did, done this before, but i'm
0: i'm not insecure about finding
1: other
0: things i mean i'm right i just learn yeah, yeah, yeah. you that's know amazing go with the flow amazing so you were basically headhunted by my partner he uh, reached I out to you i do
1: to think so yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure what it is. wow okay there's only a few people that get to be headhunted in their life that's great uh, and so um what what, what is that like you, you you've been reached out to and and you you actually so it came very timely actually yeah. Uh, my partner reached out to you when you were already having these thoughts of doing something. Uh, yes, very... yes, it was. It was yeah. just
1: around Christmas, actually.
0: How uh, how cool is that? Okay.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good timing from your side. <laughs> and,
0: and, yeah. And what,
1: yeah. What,
0: what, what kind of uh, what kind of conversation do you have in the, in the first place? Do you remember? Yeah, on the phone? Let's put it on the phone.
1: Oh, what do we have? Well, he just kind of told me, he saw my resume online and okay. uh, that maybe I would be interested. And yeah. we were talking about Spain first because okay. I actually, in the beginning, I wanted to go to Spain because I have Spanish. Right. So, oh, I would like to do it for real, because to get a, to know a uh, language well, you have to live in the countries where it's spoken
0: yeah yes and um okay, but yeah, now you're in Greece, and the the journey there was quite interesting. basically, unless my partner takes you through the job, you do the job until you get the job, it's time to pack your bags. How you went there is quite uh unique in my 3-4 years in recruitment so maybe let's talk about the logistics a little bit, how you got there you actually made it to a Danish local newspaper uh, of how you did this whole thing so maybe uh, talk a bit about uh, like how you got from Denmark to Greece
1: well of course I was uh, I mean when you get this kind of job doing uh, customer service your are Told you're gonna get like the plane ticket and the first fourteen days of accommodation and stuff. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I have a kind of a new car and uh, yeah. a mortgage on it, and leave it at home, paying the mortgage, or bring it with me. Right. You know, I could get use of it down here, so I chose to uh, quite fast actually. Okay. Because I said yes to the job around Christmas, so I kind of chose pretty quickly that I would drive here
0: you 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 drove through Europe to Greece alone and it,
1: yeah, no uh, problem
0: did that no second thoughts about that you just did that
1: not really well, at first, <laughs> I was kind of like, okay, it would be nice to have someone with me yeah <laughs> uh, I asked my mother if she would like to do the trip with me because she could just fly home afterwards yes,
0: yes, good deal. <clears throat>
1: Sorry, but but she wasn't really in for that fine, okay. then okay. I kind of made a post on Facebook in <laughs> in, in uh well different Danish Facebook groups, also local ones. Yeah. If somebody would like to drive with me and we would share the expenses yeah. and we would have a nice trip and then the person could just stay here for a week and have a holiday and, you know, do it for the fun.
0: Wow.
1: And, and two, two people actually, uh, responded. Okay. But uh, in the end they didn't have the possibility. So yeah. I chose to drive myself and I, okay. you know, okay. stayed overnight night in Germany and in, Instead of driving all the way through seven countries, I chose to drive to Italy, okay. and then sail from Ancona to Patras in Greece.
0: I'm just looking at a European map. So you throw uh, through Germany that you can go. Okay, so then... Germany,
1: Austria, Italy.
0: Okay, okay, and then okay, then from Italy, where? Like, do you then take a ferry to Greece?
1: I took a ferry from Ancona to Patras in Greece. Okay. Okay. So, just about mm, 2,600 kilometers.
0: Was there any uh, challenges on, on that trip?
1: Well, I had a small accident in Germany. My fault. Okay.
0: Was it on the outside? <laughs> so, Autobahn? the first
1: thing I had to do was get my car fixed.
0: Okay. Was but it
1: nothing on... serious. Nothing okay. serious. Good.
0: Good. Okay. So, and... Um... Then you're in Greece, you have your car there. Uh, you also have to register it in Greece, I guess, on a Greek uh, license plate and all that stuff. Uh no,
1: I can stay here for six months.
0: Without... Ah, okay. Okay. So and yeah, just speaking yeah. about paperwork and all that stuff, kinda easy uh, your company figured out. Uh if you are now in a hotel and um like, what happens, is, is it, like, can you work remotely, do you go to the office, uh, how does it work, like, maybe take me through the first two weeks of, of being in Greece, how do you get into the culture, uh, do you just dive into the food, or do you need, I don't know, some, um, some soft landing, you could say, how does it work?
1: Well, I've been to Greece before, Sure. On, on vacation, not Athens, but I've been to Greek roads and Kithenra before, so I know Greece, Greek food.
0: So, you're just like any and, and other Danish person. Yeah.
1: Sorry? <laughs> you're
0: just like any other Danish person. Yeah,
1: I think so. <laughs> but, no, you know, it wasn't a problem. The first week, I was actually more like having my tourist vacation. Okay. So, I spent the first week just exploring Athens. Okay. okay. Uh, I wanted to see, I, I mean, in general, I want to see everything I can, possibly. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not here to sit in my apartment. But I'm working uh, in the office. I, I only spent, actually... Uh, Five days, week, I can't remember, five days actually in the hotel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because I already had an apartment here. Mm. Oh, okay. I saw to that already in January, I got connect- connected with a Greek uh, woman okay. on Facebook, okay, and uh, meeting over Messenger, chat, you know, mm. we just agreed that uh, she was going to go backpacking, so I could uh, submit her apartment, okay, and her cats.
0: Ah, so, okay, so that's the place you're in right now, okay.
1: Yes, I have two cats. Well, I'm looking after
0: them. Okay, so that's sort of a part of the rent that you have to... Uh...
1: Yeah, I could choose yes and no, but why not? It's good company. I love cats. Amazing.
0: Amazing. Uh, and it, it seems like everything worked out very easily. Like, Is there any like obstacles you want to talk about, maybe? It seems very easy-peasy for you. Is there any... Um...
1: Oh, well, nothing's ever just easy. Right. <laughs> I've had some bumps on the road, except from the regular bump on the way here, I, uh, well, first of all, you want to get a Greek bank account. Now, that's a challenge.
0: Sounds like a challenge. When you say Greek bank account in one sentence.
1: Bureaucracy in Greece is challenging. It's real. Right. Okay. We not so much online down here. And it's a, I mean, you have to physically go somewhere to get a meeting.
0: Right. Okay.
1: So it took me about two months to get a Greek bank account. Okay. Okay. And uh, also, I'm uh, right now applying for my EU card. Okay. And it took me from when I got hold of the police station, it took me also two months to get an appointment,
0: which I have on Friday, wow. finally. Okay, wow. After four months.
1: Okay. Yeah, and the last thing was maybe the worst is that uh, that I parked in the wrong place and they took my number plates. Aye.
0: Okay. Yes. That's the worst so thing the that can great happen.
1: Piece is, uh, well, it, it. I mean, <laughs> I'm not very fond of them right now. But I had one time in the wrong place. They gave me a t- fine. Fine. It's it's okay with a fine. I okay. get it. Okay. But taking my number plates, my driver's license, and my registration. It seems, it seems and like a lot. when they do that, they do it for two months okay down here oh i'm not the only one it's not gyppy. it's it not happens. because i'm danish okay. i know it happens okay. lots of people get their another place saying because athens is uh, a not nice word place
0: right to park understand. it's really I, hard to yeah. park legal here I, I can imagine and i can even imagine uh, you you gently push other cars to make space for your own car i imagine the oh, worst that's, thing that's in
1: rome that's not here <laughs> <laughs> that's in rome they for the italians that. Okay, Italians are way worse, <laughs> but they <laughs> drive like S, H, here. Um, I mean, driving here is a challenge. I okay, mean, you don't okay. want to go here if you don't know how to go with the flow.
0: Okay, I understand.
1: Like I said, not a lot. I mean, go with the flow. I
0: understand. Because you've
1: got scooters on both sides. you got, yeah. I mean, people take their driver's license in an autom- automatic, I think.
0: So maybe that's a good transition to talk about um, the culture in Greece. You've been to Greece, like the 5.5 million Danes have been to Greece. Is it a, let's talk about language, uh, culture, is it, a, is it an easy place to live versus being on vacation there? Like, how do you sort of integrate and do you see some similarities between our culture and their culture? How, how did you manage? Uh, yeah.
1: Well, first of all, Greeks are very nice. Mm. In general, I've only met nice people, very polite. Cool. As nice. in very polite, nice. even more than the Danish people, even actually. More, yeah. They are very good at uh, speaking English in general also, okay. very willing to, and very helpful. Yeah. Uh, I even got my own, I mean, every day when I go to work, I go to the same coffee bar. They got a lot of cafeinos down here. Okay. I mean, nice. it, it, you wouldn't know anybody was working because there are cafeinos everywhere where people sit. And and I got my own. And they know even they spot me in the morning, and they are doing my cappuccino double right away. I mean, they don't even ask me.
0: You don't look. You just look. Incredible, incredible. And
1: we're talking about Athens. It's a big city. It's
0: a big city, very big city. That's pretty cool. Very big city. How many? How many people live in Athens?
1: I think the last number I was looking at was three point something with all of the suburbs. Hmm. Million. but I think maybe more. You know, you never can really with the numbers on the internet, but right. it's pretty big. I mean, when it's you come big. from the outside, I remember the first time I saw the city come driving from Patras in the evening. It was dark and starting to see the lights. It was like, okay, is this Athens? <laughs> I mean, there's 50 kilometers more before I'm in the center. <laughs> it was crazy. It's huge.
0: I'm looking over Lisbon right now from my window. Lisbon is an incredibly old city. Athens is an incredibly old city. It's and the oldest
1: capital in oldest, the world. Oldest uh, capital in the I world. I think, so, actually.
0: Yeah. We'll put a source of that to make sure.
1: Definitely it's in real. Europe. <laughs> but it
0: is... Um, do, do you, you never get tired of that, no? Like, you walk around and it's uh, there's always something to do, something to see, uh, ruins, whatever... Uh, like to do? Is there still stuff to explore for you in Athens? There must be, yeah. Like yeah, after even uh, after four there months, there
1: is. I mean, if, from the team I'm in, like uh, I'm certainly one who's seen most, but actually <laughs> I haven't been to problems yet. I okay. wanted to save that. Okay, okay. And I'm not doing it right now because it's too hot.
0: This is the main uh, attraction, by the way, isn't it? It's like the Little Mermaid in Copenhagen. You're talking about.
1: Oh, yeah, they are always way bigger than the <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. I know, but just, of course uh, it is. In terms of fame. <laughs> so yeah. You know, you're saving the gem. I don't want to do everything, <laughs> but I see a lot. I, I see a lot of things also that the tourists don't, the other tourists. I can, I'm kind of a tourist though. I understand. But, you know, not quite when I'm working
0: here. And um, you work, it's, it's a full time job actually. So it's not like you have the. Yes. Uh, a holiday like so, uh, you work full time and um, just like you would do back home. Um, but obviously, okay. your your spare time is is wildly different. I, I imagine than your your spare time in Denmark. So you finish work, what happens? I I actually remember you uh, when you when you um, sort of started in in increase your life there. You went to like these kind of meetups. Uh, I remember. I still uh, do. How does that work? Like, is it easy to meet other expats? Um, is 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 it, is it? Because for me, it's kind of crucial. Like, I'm learning Portuguese, but I also want you know to meet expats. Of course, most of my friends are expats. Um, it kind of helps your mind a little bit to ease it up. How like how do you meet people there? That's why is my question.
1: Well, if we compare to 1993, where I was in New York, there was no internet, there was no social media, so at that time. You connected through, I mean, at least we did in New York, through the Danish Siemens Church. Now, there's no Siemens Church down here, mm-hmm. and I'm re- not really here to connect with Danish people. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the, the, it's really easy to connect with uh, expats because there are so many groups on yeah. Facebook and yeah. on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. We don't use WhatsApp that much in Denmark, but I definitely got yeah. it here. Yes. And they have the uh, then I have open mic sessions. You think, I've been to improv theater where we did like comedy okay. things. I've been to uh comedy stand, I mean, a stand up in a theater as well. Mm-hmm. And we have weekend meetups where we meet at bars and dancing lessons. And I mean, on the beach, having beach parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you can do anything every day oh. if you have the time and the energy for it. What is and a, if you want
0: it. What is an open mic session?
1: An open mic is, uh, well, it's actually the first place I met people. Uh, this is uh, a uh, cafe in, uh, in an area of Athens where people can come and say they want to do stand-up comedy. And they don't, they're don't. they not professionals.
0: Hmm. Oh, okay. So, yeah. is that something you would sign up for? Or you just listen?
1: Uh, You're quite funny. So far, I'm just listening.
0: Okay. You are quite funny. I think... So should, should that out. Thanks. I was that out.
1: thinking about maybe I should l- listen to some of the our Danish comedians and try <laughs> doing that. Just to do no, that, the I go to the improv theater, and that's a lot of fun. That's in a close group, so we, uh, it's it's quite funny. You,
0: um, you know, I just want to touch upon. Um, you talked a bit about your age, and and actually, mm-hmm. um, yeah. It, your 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 children would probably say it's only something uh, our, people our age do or whatever and I think uh, you are such a great inspiration uh, to still do this even though um, you're not old but you, you're different to, you're maybe a bit outside of target group and I, I just <laughs> wanted to like dig into that because I think it's such an inspiration so what like what kind of advice do you have for people that are UH back home and you know maybe they have a crisis of uh, you know they've been bookkeepers their whole life and now they are you know having a burning fire to do something else Um, you don't have to just say just go do it of course that's maybe going to be your answer but also what what kind of steps do they have to figure out what they want you know I'm 26 I have some ideas of uh, how I kind of like find myself ground myself uh, figure out my path but uh, with you, you you've been on the job market for a while. Uh, how how do how do a person know if it's right for them to go abroad, or or is there even such question?
1: I don't think you know until you go for it. Okay. I mean, I don't think that anybody I know would be ready back home in Denmark. Okay. Not not necessarily. No, I mean you would. Of course, you would be. You have to be pretty good at English. That's a good start. You're
0: very good at English.
1: Because that's the international language. I mean, I'm grieving in English now. I don't even... I mean, <laughs> every I, sometimes I'm when I have, I need a word in Danish, it's, I,
0: it comes to me in English. I'm like, yeah, what? And then you spit out something Greek once in a while as well.
1: Yeah, but again, <laughs> I tried it before. So I guess in that, even though it's 30 years ago, I was in New York, It's, it's just still in me. Nice. But but of course, you have to prepare. Of course, there was a lot of preparation before I came because I had an apartment I have to stop. I have to pack all my things away. Uh, I mean, I even lived with my mom for one and a half months, actually. Okay. And that's kind of weird when you're almost 50 moving back to your mom's house. I, I'm telling you, it's kind of weird. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it was actually pretty great. Okay. And I know she nice. misses me a lot now because all I of bet. a sudden, you know.
0: I bet. No doubt. No
1: doubt. No, but... it was, it was pretty good actually, and, and I know I'll always be welcome when I get back. Because you never know when I do, choose to go back to Denmark. I don't know if I have an apartment right away.
0: Sure, but, but um, it always it works out, cool. doesn't it? Like the, it's for me. I always been kind of on the road. Uh, I don't have a lot of stuff, but it usually works out in the end. To be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not so afraid, but you have you have to have an open mind. Sure. You have to prepare that that of course it's not just. Uh, a piece of cake. Yeah. Not not everything is a piece of cake. Right. There'll be bumps on the road, just sure. as well as it is in Denmark. Sure. I mean, I have a I have an everyday life here now, just like I would have in
0: Denmark. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I Understand. Just a few things are a bit more complicated because, yeah. of course, when you see all those official documents, like when I have to apply getting my number plate earlier or <laughs> right. the Greek bank, I mean, it's all in Greek, yeah. and I'm like, what? Yeah.
0: But,
1: today we have google translate you know exactly yeah okay. <laughs> so, so you just pull we up have so phone. many tools and and also i knew, know a few greeks uh, like the the woman who has my apartment so i get help where i ask for it
0: nice wow and i uh, i guess um there are people out there who thinks even my age especially my age maybe they go abroad they're afraid that they're going to be lonely uh, this is probably the worst uh, fear. Uh, a lot of people have is that they they won't make friends or whatever. Um, so this open mindedness is kind of cliche, isn't it? But it's definitely very true that like once you go there, you you should kind of go out. I guess like you should um expose yourself to whatever opportunity that kind of is in that city, whatever city it is, uh, whether that's Lisbon or Athens. You succeeded a lot from it, um, and I think it's a huge inspiration. And yeah, so <laughs> the advice is to just sort of me. Like, I also tend to like when I talk to candidates, I, 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 because they they just want to go for it. You know, they want to go abroad usually, and then when they actually get like the job offer, then all the problems are starting to sort of. Um be exposed then like you know they want their cats with them which is fine but then they don't have enough money maybe they should have budgeted a bit better before searching for a job and um, i like to say maybe try to calculate the cost as well not only talk about financially but maybe actually sketch out the pros and cons of moving abroad you're not going to see your friends for a while back home pro is they could come visit you or you could come back home for whatever you're doing um so certainly your life has changed a lot i um I imagine, but what's kind of next to you? Are you going to stick around there? Are you, you going to go home for Christmas, or like, what do you feel the next step is going to be for you?
1: Well, I'm, of course, kind of starting to miss my kids a little more, mm-hmm. and that family happens. my friends. Naturally, I, I would be a bad mom if I didn't miss my kids. <laughs> I mean, of course, we talk together. Okay. We talk, we talk often, we talk on and video chat, cool. Skype, and stuff. Nice. Nice. But, well, I'm not going to stick around here forever. And yeah. preferably we'll go home to Christmas. But I hope, of course, I get some visitors from Denmark before then. I haven't really had yet because nobody seems to want to go to Athens in the middle of the summer. I don't no. know why. Maybe the 45 degrees plus. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Everybody wants to go to the islands. And right now, they sure. don't want to go to the no. islands due to the forest fires. Sure. But, but I hope they're coming in the in the fall. And uh, I'm kind of i uh, I'm just, I mean, I'm used to back home. And all of, most of my life, I've been used to planning a lot. Mm. I like planning, mm. like to know what's happening. Uh, and I like to ahead and no more than one month at a time. But here, it's more... I learned a lot from being on the road in Denmark. Nice. It's more a day-to-day thing. Okay. And we'll see what happens.
0: Incredible.
1: And, uh, yeah. Incredible. And I, I kind of like that.
0: Incredible.
1: I love the spontaneity, spontaneity.
0: Yeah, yeah, I understand. You know I think... Um it's a kind of good way to to round it off here i you you mentioned something about the heat in greece right now south of europe is experiencing the worst heat wave basically in forever actually and greece is very affected by this um so i I just uh, wish you very good health and uh, i i wish you to stay safe and um i'm I'm very happy about your story because i think you're you're a great inspiration to your age um and um, i hope this uh, this episode will inspire other people to do the same because i had a lot of young people on this podcast but you're also still young in your mind and you're also on the outside
1: actually <laughs> so, oh uh, thanks.
0: <laughs> now that we finally it, it's actually the first time we talked together uh, but i heard so much about you and it was uh, worth every moment to to talk to you so uh, Yeah, I can't wait to see where you go next with your car. Just get your license plate back, maybe, so you can uh, drive.
1: Might be a good idea. (laughs) I'm trying.
0: (laughs) Thanks for being on and uh, wish you a good night.
1: You too. Thank you. Bye.